Welcome to JD Inspo Podcast. I am your host, Janae Dempsey. JD Inspo Podcast is a safe space for women all around to come together to be inspired, motivated, and uplifted. Most importantly, we will talk about self-care, self-love, and many ways you can elevate to the highest version of yourself. So sit back, relax, and tune in. Hello, you guys. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 10 of JD Inspo Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time, be sure to follow me on Instagram at JD Inspo underscore to stay connected with me and to see more of what I do. Today's podcast episode is titled as A Transition Worth Making, featuring a great friend of mine named Courtney. So me and Courtney go back to 2016. We used to work together, and ever since then, me and her have had a really great connection with each other. It's nothing like having that sister friendship with someone one before I even brought JD and spoke into existence she was the very first person I confided in when it came to everything she was well into blogging more than I was and I just asked for her advice and her suggestions and she was like super helpful with you know bringing everything into existence and I want her to share her journey as well so you guys will hear about that shortly so I also want to thank everyone who is tuning in consistently and listening to my podcast my podcast is at 3.6k listens and my goal like I said by the time I end this podcast is to hit 4k listens and you know my podcast will not be in existence without you guys so again thank you so much for tuning in and supporting me if you're sharing my podcast with others I greatly appreciate it because it just means a lot to me and you know like I said thank you So I know you guys are looking forward to an event. Like I said, I am going to do something that's virtual, uh, most likely sometime in December. I have not created any details for an event yet, but I am still processing that. So please bear with me as I am in a transition of, you know, doing a whole new job right now and going through orientation and training but I will definitely have something out for you guys to see you know sometime close to the end of November so you can you know decide if you want to attend this event it will be virtual it will be free it's just going to be a way for us to connect and kind of just really get our minds right for the whole new year because this year has been quite a year at least for me and I know that other people can relate to that and I think having some type of supportive group is just helpful so I will have details out for that soon but please bear with me another thing I wanted to mention is that you know we do have pretty much two months left in this year but don't count yourself out yet don't count out your dreams or the things that you want to do because anything is possible to happen in the course of two months you have to really manifest and desire for what it is that you want but it's also going to require you to put the work in you know things are not going to come knocking at your door for you it's going to be you being consistent putting the work in and showing up for yourself and I hope that as you're listening to my podcast whether you're listening to it every week every other week or whatever something that I am saying someone else is saying is hopefully inspiring you in some way to live up to your fullest potential and the things that you want to do life is limitless and you can really do whatever it is that you want to do but your mind has to believe that first if you stay in your comfort zone and the things that you're familiar with you're not going to go far anywhere that you want to go so I would just say that so many amazing things can happen in the course of two months remain steadfast be patient embrace that you know and you know be patient with yourself and Next thing I want to mention, I really want you guys, if you have not, to tune into last week's podcast episode as well. 
because I know we are going into the holiday season and you know holiday seasons are always tough for me because as you know I lost my mother to stage four breast cancer and I talk about grief because it helps me but I also want to help other people as well so even if it doesn't benefit you in any way if you know someone who is going through like a really tough time through their grieving process whatever the case may be definitely just send it to them not even just to get my ratings up in my podcast views but if you know someone that needs some type of encouragement if they're grieving something or whatever the case may be definitely send it their way I talk in full transparency about you know my whole journey with you know the loss of my mom that journey has not been easy for me but I do take it day by day and I know that you know my purpose is to also help people if I can I am not an expert when it comes to grief but I want to help people from things that I know things that I experienced in hopes that it gives someone else the encouragement they need to go through their process as well so be sure to check that out now let's dive into today's episode All right, you guys. So on this podcast episode today, I have here an amazing friend with me that I've been friends with for, you know, a multitude of years. And I know you guys usually hear me say I normally meet people off of social media, but I actually met Courtney Hill uh, when I first started my very first job fresh out of college back in 2016. And we've been connected ever since. So she's just been an amazing friend in my life beyond social media, beyond work. We became really close after we, you know, stopped working together. And if you guys don't remember, in my very first published book that I did, JD and Spodelli Devotional Workbook, I actually mentioned Courtney um, in that book as well because we have such a close relationship with each other. So, Courtney, first and foremost, I want to thank you for joining me on today's podcast. Yes. it's a pleasure to have you here so we are going to just get right into it and dive into everything so I just starting off tell the audience where you're from a little bit about yourself and we can go from there okay and thank you so much Janae for having me on your podcast I am very honored to be here so um just a little bit about myself of course my name is Courtney um I was born and raised in Philadelphia in which I lived there for 30 plus years um, I am a mother and I have a background in human services and I have worked in this industry for 16 years now. I can't believe it. Um, in addition to being in social services, I also am a fashion, beauty and lifestyle blogger. Yes. So you were a few hits and yes. I know you've been in Philly for some time. So share a little bit of detail about that because I am aware about you making the transition from Philadelphia and yes. going to Florida. So tell us a little bit about that and what made you decide on that decision? Um, well, pretty much. I mean, literally ever since high school, I've always wanted to, you know, travel and explore the world. But um The Game Changer came in 2018, so I had a good friend of mine, Tasha. She currently lives in Florida, and she's been here since about 2016. So for 2018, for my birthday, I actually went to go visit her. And once I came down and, you know, saw how she was living and saw the atmosphere, the environment, I knew this was the place that was meant for me. So that's when I decided when I got back home, I'm like, look. This is what I want to do. I want to have a change in environment. I want to have a change in scenery. So that same year, later on in 2018, I actually um, 
left a job and I um, took on a management position and that was, you know, a better salary. I made more money. So that's when I began to, you know, do my research, you know, start figuring out what I want to do once I got down here, um, where did I want to live, like what area, so on and so forth. So pretty much 2018 was the catalyst for this transition. Yes, and I loved it because I, <laughs> being fully transparent, you guys, I was kind of sad when Courtney left oh. me <laughs> because I remember like the last day she left me on, guys, I am normally not a person to cry when people leave me and make transitions, but because I had such a close connection with Courtney, which I still do now, I would say because me and Courtney did a lot of content and different things yes. together. So when you have those connections with people and then, you know, they have to transition and do better things, which I'm, you know, super happy about that she's doing it. You know, I was kind of sad about it, but <laughs> anything, of course. I'm but you were my first guest. I felt very honored in that moment to do that but I'm so glad that you made the transition from Philadelphia to Florida like you just had it in your mind like this is it for me this is something that I want to do and you had your mind set on that what kind of mentally prepared you for that transition because I know it's easier said than done to do it but what made you really find that urgency to say you know what I'm really sticking to this you know no matter what negative thoughts or self-doubts I'm having Um, really, I felt like, you know, that again, this is something I've been thinking about for years, not so much Florida per se, but this is something like a transition into just moving to a different, like I said, atmosphere, different environment. Um, like, unfortunately, you know, a lot of things were going on throughout the city, you know, in Philadelphia. So again, I am a mother and I had a teen son. So I just, you know, wanted him to have a better experience, you know, more so like my childhood is there were times he wouldn't even be able to go outside because I just didn't feel comfortable, you know, and I feared for his safety so um with that being said I knew um like I said he was getting older and I just wanted you know a change for the both of us you know a better life and you know after going to visit um my friend Tasha and like I said just seeing how she was living I'm like I know I can do this I know I deserve better I know that you know me and my son we deserve you know to be safe and Mm -hmm. to be happy so that was the ultimate decision and I mean like the weather the beaches like you know need I say more (laughs) yes no and I love it because I think you not only thought about yourself in this transition, you thought about your son as well. You wanted him to have, you know, a better life. And I think that's very fair because, you know, and I can attest to this, like Philly is a crazy place to grow up in, especially being an African-American male. Like it's such a scary time that we live in. So I think you very, you know, were pretty firm about that decision, which is a very good thing because you're like, listen, I want better, not just for me, but for my son, I want him to feel comfortable to be able to go outside and I don't have to worry about him being out there. So I think that is a huge, you know, step, if anything, and I love it. So Courtney, tell us how you felt, you know, at the time versus now with your transition and moving. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to be very transparent. Initially, like, you know, you have all, I was down there. I did the visit, you know, it's warm, it's palm trees. Mm-hmm. Like we're going here, we're in, in Miami, we're doing all of these things. But then when I actually came home and sat down and thought about the amount of tasks, the amount of work, mm-hmm. research and all of these things. Again, I lived there my entire life. I lived in Philadelphia. I have never lived anywhere else. So the thought of me, and at the time I had lived in my town home for about 11 years. So just think about the amount of stuff I had accumulated Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so just you know thinking about packing finding a new school like like I said like settling on a particular area like you know doing all of that research but again I was 
somewhat overwhelmed, but, you know, just the thought of, I knew that this was, you know, a transition that I needed for the both of us. So mm-hmm. it made it a lot easier. So once I actually started doing research, like I said, I watched a thousand YouTube videos. I was like, you know, looking up on websites, like really trying to hone in where I wanted to be mm-hmm. so I can make, you know, this transition as successful as possible. So yeah. um, once I got, the closer I got to it, especially with the pandemic, I think, like I said, I know a lot of, you know, things happened during that time for a lot of people that weren't, you know, necessarily positive, you know, but at the same time for me, that was the first time I ever, you know, had the opportunity to work remotely. Mm -hmm. So during that same time, you know, that allowed me to, you know, pack up 11 years worth of items, like donate stuff, give away things, like really get things in order. So that was the prime time for me to, you know, make that transition. So that's what led me to leave during 2020. Yeah, and kind of going back to what you said, like, you know, you said overwhelmed at the time, but you were honestly taking a leap of faith, too, because it's not easy making a transition to get up and start your life in a whole different city and somewhere you're not too familiar with. Yes. But you were very firm about that and taking that leap of faith, like, even though you didn't know all the ins and outs and how everything was going to unfold, even through a time of uncertainty, which was, you know, the pandemic, you still took that initiative for yourself. And I I would say that's very brave and I'm proud of you. Now or never. Yeah, because people would never do it. People would be nervous and afraid they would think about you know all the things that could go wrong but I thank you for yourself even though you were feeling you know uncertain or maybe overwhelmed you still push forward with making the transition for yourself so I commend you for that and I'm happy because now I have somebody (laughs) I can visit in another city so I do you know I am super proud of you and that journey and just like how far you've come so is there anything that you would say you possibly miss in Philadelphia or you're kind of like no I just love it over here where I'm at I'm going to say of course I miss my family and friends like you know hanging out with you guys but a place that I really truly miss in Philadelphia the Reading Terminal I say (laughs) yeah get me a good pretzel and like to get all of this food like because I'm a foodie and I love food so that's one place that like an actual location that I think I really miss in Philadelphia but um other than that, um, not necessarily. I mean, talking to people who are native Floridians, like they ask mm-hmm. me about Philadelphia and all the time. So I'm like, I don't, you know, miss the cold or anything yeah. like that. But I will say that um, it's much easier to navigate Philadelphia as far mm-hmm. as like if I wanted to visit Delaware or New York or DC, mm-hmm. like I can easily, you know, um, travel throughout, you know, the tri-state area or whatever the case may be. But here, yeah. because I am at the tip of Florida, you're in Florida. That's just what it is. You're going to just be here like in yeah. order to get out, you know, like by vehicle, you know, you would have to drive several hours. But mm-hmm. on the flip side, we are super close to the island. So, you know, yeah. Bahamas is like, you know, not that far you know you have all the beautiful islands Jamaica Puerto Rico all that good stuff mm-hmm. so yeah yeah and then the other good thing about where you are it never gets cold never so, no. that's like a nice thing no like, more snow yes it does not get cold you don't have to worry about you know turning on the heat or anything no. <laughs> part of you that ever felt like emotional in the process like oh my gosh I can't believe I'm doing this like did you ever find yourself becoming emotional in the process of it Um, I think the most emotional I actually felt is when I, you know, that last day when I literally had my car completely filled and packed with all my belongings Mm -hmm. and I left my house and I drove to my mom and aunt's house. And like, I didn't even expect the reaction that I had, but like, 
it was like color purple crying like you know oh, yes <laughs> <laughs> it was like you know I didn't expect that you know because of course we know we're going to see each other again and things like that mm-hmm. and they came to visit and all but like that was an extremely like emotional time but once I got mm-hmm. on the road like that adrenaline I was like so amped to get there like that 17 mm-hmm. hours anybody who knows me personally knows I do not like to drive like the <laughs> king of pressure was too much for me okay oh gosh yes yes (laughs) so like driving all the way to like literally like over a thousand miles by myself because I was the only driver so like again it was like between guy and adrenaline that's the only thing that got me down here yeah yeah well I commend you for that ride because I think my family and I we took a trip once to Florida and drove and I was like never again in this whole process I'm getting on a plane ride to absolutely Florida so how does your son like the whole transition how does he feel about it overall well again he's a typical 16 year old so (laughs) it's not like I can get too much information um from him but he's doing really well like he's an AB student um like this is the first time and I always tease him about this because I'm a true millennial and Mm -hmm. I every time I visit his high school it literally looks like the schools that you would see like on tv like she's all that like his school is so big it has this beautiful campus they have like you know the colors they have all the games and football games and stuff like that and of course I went to you know a much smaller high school in Mm -hmm. Philadelphia so I didn't have that experience so but I from what I can what I gather in the times (laughs) he does talk to me like he he seems like he's really enjoying it as well (laughs) Oh, good. Well, that's good that both of you have adjusted to that transition and he's enjoying it. So I'm glad about that. Um, Since living in Florida, what has life been like for you? Life life has been good. I mean, I, I really, my chief complaint, which doesn't have anything to do with anything other than it's just traffic. Like that's my mm-hmm. only complaint that I can say, but life has been really good. Like I've just had a lot of opportunities that, I mean, I couldn't even imagine, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, especially for blogging. Like, I don't feel like I really put the time and energy, you know, previously when I was in Philadelphia, like I could, you know, because of work and other obligations and mm-hmm. my son, he was much younger, but, um, since I've been down here, like I said, I don't have any complaints. I think that, um, everything just seemed to truly fall into place, which, you know, kind of confirmed I knew I made the right decision um, yeah. to be where I am right now. Yeah, well, that's always a good thing. I'm so proud of you. And then, you know, the main thing that I think a lot of people think about in their transition is employment. So if you could kind of just share a little bit, what was that process? Like, did you Ooh. already have a job, <laughs> you know, ahead of time? Or you kind of just took that leap of faith and said, I'm going to figure it out once I get here. Okay, so, so what happened was, so I did not have a job when I um, came down here. It was truly a leap of faith. Again, like I said, I, you know, kind of made this decision in 2018. So I was mm-hmm. able to save up again. I had gotten a, um, a management position. So I was able to, you know, have more wiggle room to save mm-hmm. and things of that nature. So um, again, I did my research and, um, you know, like I said, I looked at a lot of different videos and, the part they didn't say, like, you know, when I was, you know, paying for my apartment and putting down deposit and all that mm-hmm. good stuff, because I did not have a job. They did request an offer letter. Mm-hmm. So, but luckily I was in the process of, you know, applying to positions, you know, of course, you know, via um, Zoom and things of that nature, because mm-hmm. I wasn't officially down here. So I had, you know, some things going on before mm-hmm. 
I got down here, but I didn't start working until about two or three weeks after I actually moved down here. So initially, like I said, I didn't have a job at all, but you know, something did come through, um, like I said, about three weeks later. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I just think about that for a lot of people who make that transition with moving. I know stability is like very important and making sure you're like financially secure in anywhere you go. And I think for you, you knew that it was going to work out regardless either way, because I feel like whenever something is presented to us, a transition such as that, God is not going to leave us there. He's going to help us figure it out along the way. So, you know, I know it can be nerve wracking a little bit when you're like, all right, well, I don't have a job right but I do hope that things you know turn around and work out Mm -hmm. but I'm glad that things you know just you know went naturally and flowed naturally for you where it did actually work out so that's always a good thing definitely (laughs) Um, would you say this is like one of your best life decisions so far that you've made for yourself absolutely like I couldn't have dreamed like like I said everything just seemed to like fall into place like the people Mm -hmm. that I met like the jobs everything just you know worked out perfectly and I, mm-hmm. I'm very thankful for that and there are times you know because it was going so well down here I'm like you know maybe I should have moved before like but mm-hmm. I feel like 2020 was the right time like had I come mm-hmm. probably you know any sooner it probably would not have worked out the same way so that I don't have any regrets I I think I did at the right time like I really made okay. that move at the perfect time for me so everything mm-hmm. you know like I said, it has been a confirmation that I did, you know, made the right choice. Yeah. And it went according to the way God wanted it to. Like he's seen this on your life before you even did. So yes. it was perfect time and it was meant for you because everything is just falling together and coming together the way that you want it to. So I know like, of course, making transitions, you know, employment is a thing. Finding a place is a thing. Let's kind of talk about like connections. How have you, you know, found those connections down there to connect with people like how? did that process go for you well again um moving here was truly like I said you had to, I stepped out on faith so mm-hmm. I had to get out of my comfort zone that was like the biggest thing for me again mm-hmm. like I could not have even imagined like years ago you know like going to an event by myself like that mm-hmm. was just not a thing like if I didn't have anybody to go with me oh well I'm not going but yeah. again like I said I'm in a new city and like I wanted to explore so um I've had, I've been so blessed, you know, to meet some amazing men and women um, mm-hmm. through work as well as like a lot of meetup groups. So like mm-hmm. literally I went on Facebook and I pretty much joined everything that I can find. So mm-hmm. like I'm a part of a lot of Facebook groups, um, meetup groups, um, like I explore social media a lot. So, you know, if they're mm-hmm. having an event, a lot of networking events and things like that. So nice. that's been a really great experience for me. I've met some really I mean, amazing people, like their energy, like they're so genuine, like mm-hmm. they have really looked out, given me resources, referrals, like, you know, really put me on to a lot of things Good. throughout, you know, um, Broward, Florida, like Miami, like literally, like they have given mm-hmm. me so much within these, um, you know, past two years I've been here. Nice. And I love that. And I think like going back to what you said, because I used to be that person where like I wouldn't go somewhere, yes. if, you know, I didn't have anybody to go with. And I really came out of that comfort zone mm-hmm. with it. And you and me, we have these conversations all yes. the time right? because we are going to enjoy ourselves by ourselves. Absolutely. Too. And so it's really good that you kind of just took that initiative to step out your comfort zone and you said, you know what, I'm going to go to these events because I'm going to meet people. Of course, I'm going to network mm-hmm. and make those connections. So it's really 
really good that you are allowing yourself to come out of your comfort zone through this transition and make those dope connections for people to give you referrals, references, whatever it is, people are providing you with those things. And I think that's a, you know, a good thing to be engaged with on a consistent basis. It's nothing like networking because it will get you like through, it. yeah, it gets you through so many doors and it opens up so many opportunities for you. Yes. So while we're on the subject of connections, you did mention blogging. Let's kind of dive and segue into that. Tell us about your whole blogging journey and when did you start that? Okay, so Defining Chic started in 2013. Um, Again, I am a millennial, so I lived for some MTV, some 106 (laughs) in Park. Like, I was like the teen magazines and everything. So, like, I was truly obsessed. Like, Rihanna, like, people don't understand. Like, I was obsessed with her and, like, her style Mm -hmm. and everything. So, pretty much started out as, like, me trying to recreate, like, celebrity looks. Like, um, I don't Mm -hmm. know if you guys remember the pastries with Angela and Vanessa. Like, you know, I wanted, like, straight. Style, so whatever mm-hmm. I saw pretty much in the magazines and TV, like I will always do the budget friendly, you know, options. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how my journey started. Then, you know, um, like if I went to events, like I one of my favorite events, which I, it keeps coming up on my Facebook memories, Nordstrom used to have beauty shows, they would have one oh, in yes, fall, I remember. and they would have mm-hmm. one in the spring. So I would go to those, and like that's pretty much how my journey started. Like I said, I always loved fashion, makeup, um. And it just kind of blossomed and I'm really glad that I, you know, um, stuck with it. And like I said, that's Mm -hmm. something that, you know, I truly enjoy. Like, I mean, that just gives me life, you know, (laughs) that clothes, that feeling like trying on clothes. Like, it's just awesome. Yes, because you definitely inspired me with my blogging journey. Because if you (laughs) remember, I was having a conversation. Uh I was like, I do want to start blogging to blog about and then I was trying to come up with names so you inspired me in my blogging journey so I do want to thank you for that because I didn't know where to start and I see you doing it and I'm like oh my gosh well what do I blog about what is it that I actually like and I knew that I liked fish and I knew Mm -hmm. I like the similar things that you like like makeup and all those things and then I got really firm about my audience and I was like well I love women empowerment so I can blog about that so you helped me in that journey and in that process and it's just amazing watching over time growing your journey because you're always consistently posting content whether it's about fashion you know a product whatever you're always posting something for your audience to see so I love the consistency um and that and what would you say you enjoy the most about blogging I just think that you know sharing my story documenting my experience especially since I'm down here now like literally everything is content Mm -hmm. to me like I'm just so excited every time I go out I'm always having my phone with me my tripod (laughs) literally I know people are Mm -hmm. like okay that's enough but I'm never going to stop okay yeah (laughs) yeah so like I just think like everything just to look at it through a new lens or have a new perspective like it's somebody out there like you're sharing this information you're going to touch somebody like Mm -hmm. oh wow I didn't know this place or you know I didn't know this place sold that because I know like some people again they feel you know they might feel discouraged or like Mm -hmm. oh I don't think that's for me or how would this look on my body type of things like that so I just Mm -hmm. want to encourage other people and you know um let them know like I said they can define their sheet any way they feel comfortable so that was you know my pretty much my goal right now as opposed Mm -hmm. to like I said I started out more so you know um look for less like celebrity fashion but now it's more like you know I want to gear towards women who are similar to me like I said similar mm-hmm. backgrounds mothers and like I said budget friendly options yes yes I agree because it's nothing like budget friendly yes. options because you don't have to have 
name brand things you all do the not. time just to look and feel good. You can wear something as simple as from Target, TJ Maxx, and still make it look good. Absolutely. It's all about how you style it and how comfortable you feel in your own skin. So um, I do love that, that you do that as a way to show women, like, you know, you can look amazing in something that's not you know, so expensive or it doesn't have to necessarily be name brand and I think that's important and people can be inspired by those things yes. so I know fashion is like your main thing that you do with blogging tell us like some of your favorite stores that you like to shop at and kind of what style you go for um now I'm gonna say pre-pandemic before the pandemic mm-hmm. I was not a big online shopper so I'm tall and I'm curvy. So I was the type of person I needed to see the material. I needed to feel it. I needed to Mm -hmm. see the length of it. But, you know, once we were quarantined, we were in the house. Like, you know, that's when I kind of explored online shopping more. So I know the girls love Shein. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, (laughs) I did not even expect how that was going to be mostly, like, all of my wardrobe. But Mm -hmm. um, as far as other stores, I really love Macy's. Like, that's tried and true for years. Like, I've always loved Macy's. And like you were saying, Target. You can't go wrong with Target. Um, Marshalls, TJ Maxx, Burlington, and Nordstrom is one of my favorites as well. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So those are some of my favorite stores as well. And kind of going back to what you said, like, you're in a really amazing area, like where you live at different places to do content. Even when I came down here to visit you, I'm like, oh my gosh, everything is so <laughs> content worthy yes. down here. And um, I just love how you're kind of, you know, embracing everything like in this journey and this process to do what it is that you love. And that's like inspiring to me. And I love it. So what would you say um, is some like strength and challenges that you've been faced with this year in this whole process? Um, I want to say my strength is definitely being resilient. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, as much fun as I'm having down here, like there are things again, like, you know, it's life. Mm-hmm. So I think part of my strength and my challenges, like I have major FOMO now that I'm down here. So fear okay. of missing out. So because it's so warm, because it's so sunny, because I'm mm-hmm. so close to Miami, there's something going on all the time. Literally, yeah. I have signed up for every email, every post. Like there's always an event, a concert, a, a conference, a pop up. Like there's things mm-hmm. that are always going on. So mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, I really had to take time to focus on my priorities as well as mm-hmm. responsibilities, which is kind of hard again, because I want to be on the beach. I want to hang mm-hmm. out. I want to go to Brickle, but I mm-hmm. have, I also have responsibilities. So I feel yeah. like discipline and resilience are a strength, but challenges, it is sunny. It's beautiful. Like I said, mm-hmm. I'm within, um, about 20 miles from Miami. So therefore that has been a struggle. I have to admit <laughs> Yeah, no, I probably would be the same way if I were in your shoes, because it's like, you don't want to miss the opportunity of, you know, getting out there, having fun, enjoying yourself. But then you also realize, like, I have other obligations to fulfill at the end of the day, you know, I'm (laughs) here, you know, to do these different things. But I think it just comes as time goes on with figuring out, you know, what you can do, what you can't do, what what doesn't. Yeah. Um, But it's good that you're even in that process of making that transition, because not a lot of people will do that and just you know take that leap of faith um what helps you to kind of stay consistent you know with the whole content and then just you know making sure you don't stop with blogging because you know people are inspired by what you're doing what helps you really to you know keep going um I think for me like I was able to um 
find the South Florida South Florida blogger, Bloggers mm-hmm. Union. So I've been going to a lot of their events and like just hearing other bloggers stories and like their journey and mm-hmm. like the things that keep them going and like that really helps me to be consistent. Like I follow a lot of people from my area, a lot of, you know, Mm -hmm. fellow bloggers and like just seeing their journey and seeing how, you know, their content is popping. They have the transitions. Mm -hmm. They're doing this, they're doing all of these things. Mm -hmm. And I know because that's something that I do truly enjoy. Like if I'm not consistent, I'm not going to get to where I truly want to be. So I'm Mm -hmm. not going to stop this journey. I'm going to continue, you know, to move forward. And I know that again, more opportunities, more doors will be open. So, so eventually I can, you know, kind of do this full time. That's that's my goal anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. And I think as long as you know your why and why you started doing that yes. very thing, you're going to always keep going. Like you may take breaks in between. You may rest, but you're never going to stop because it's something that you're about. And I know you making that transition as well, moving down there was part of that reason because you really wanted to pursue the very things that you're doing, but you want to expand in that area as well too. So I think with that being said, you know what it is that you want to do, you know where it is that you want to be, and you know you're going to stay consistent in that journey, and I think that's most important. Yes. Um, so my next question I have for you, Courtney, um, I know when it comes to blogging, people will see that you are consistent in that, and they'll probably reach out to you about marketing their products products what has been your experience with that um so far like it's been really good um I recently I was um a part of two different magazines down in Miami I've done interviews with them so Mm -hmm. um that was like I'm like oh my gosh like you guys see me like you know I'm getting noticed Mm -hmm. so that was like you know a really great moment for me so um it's just been I would like to work with more brands, but again, like I know I am a smaller, you know, creator, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, like I said, I know that more and more doors are opening so that I'm not afraid of. Like, I know that if I just, you know, continue to be consistent again, show up, show my face, you know, Mm -hmm. be in those spaces, you know, that eventually that I will get more opportunities, but so Mm -hmm. far it has been good. Like say I have, you know, had some gifted campaigns and things of that nature. So, um, I'm just looking, you know, towards the future. I know you know more collaborations will definitely Mm -hmm. come through yeah yeah and I'm pretty sure it will definitely manifest in more than anything I'm sure as long as you're connected with the right people you're consistently going to events and you're showing up something is bound to pull through and when you least expect it so just stay consistent in that process um Courtney what advice would you offer to someone who wants to start the blogging journey and they're just kind of unsure where they should start I definitely think, um, you know, especially if you want to be a full-time content creator, you're going to have to do the hard work. Like Mm -hmm. if this is something that you're truly passionate about, it won't necessarily feel like work and you're going to have the payoff. Like you're going to see, Mm -hmm. you know, the fruits of your labor. So like if there's something like whatever the topic may be, whether it be fashion, cooking, you know, just whatever your topic is, something that you're truly good at and that you Mm -hmm. are naturally, you know, gifted with and passionate about. I say, you know, just start posting and have fun with it. Like it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to, you know, be so serious. I know Mm -hmm. like um, based off, you know, how Instagram was, you know, I would say five or 10 years ago, you know, we were just posting like, you know, your lunch or something like that. But now it has become like a multi-million, if not Mm -hmm. billion dollar, you know, industry. So Mm -hmm. I definitely would say, you know, just start off small, do what you can, but be consistent. And like I said, be passionate and like Mm -hmm. also know, know your audience as well. 
Yeah, and I think that's important as well. Knowing your audience is most important because that'll let you know how to go about posting content and kind of what you said, you know, posting and having fun with it. Because when I first started, if you could remember, Courtney, I was posting like books that I liked. I was posting maybe like candles (laughs) or perfume. I was Mm -hmm. just like posting random things that I felt like women could relate to because I knew woman empowerment was the avenue I was going to take. But at the time, I didn't know how firm I wanted to be with my audience and what I really wanted to put out. So I was just putting out things, you guys, you know, as a means to get myself started. But then I realized like I wanted to become more serious about that. So kind of going off of what Courtney said, definitely being consistent in that process, having fun with it, and most importantly, being your most authentic self. You don't have to fabricate any part of your life yourself you know and I know when it comes to social media it's easy to get tied into comparisons mm-hmm. of course you're going to see people that are like 10 steps ahead of you or years in with their blogging journey but let that be inspiration to it's you to inspire exactly. you to keep going more than anything because there's so much that goes into social media and you know from watching you Courtney that's why I said I was inspired to start with my blogging journey because I knew I wanted to do different things and little did I know I would even be a podcaster yeah <laughs> so funny how life works right exactly so it's all about really just starting and saying you gotta start somewhere exactly mm-hmm. you have to now Courtney what advice would you offer to someone who also would want to make the transition of you know starting their life in a whole new city but afraid of that what advice would you give it's so funny because I want to say like a couple of days ago and it, this is not a direct quote but I did see mm-hmm. a post it says it said, RIP to all the missed opportunities due mm. to being too shy or too afraid. Mm-hmm. So I would tell anybody, do it scared. Like yeah. there is always going to be something, oh, well, I don't have enough money. Oh, I didn't do this. It's always mm-hmm. going to be like, what? what is the perfect time? Like there's always going yeah. to be something that may not be, you know, what you're looking for or, you know, right away you might not be able to, you know, do what you think that you need to do to get to where mm-hmm. you need to go. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, just do it, prioritize yourself. And like, l- like you were saying earlier, what is your why? Why are you mm-hmm. doing this? Like, mm-hmm. Ultimately, like that's super important. You know, I know a lot of people are like, you know, relocating in different places because you see the glitz, the glamour on social mm-hmm. media. But ultimately, like you said, you have to do your research. I would tell anybody mm-hmm. do your research because yeah. it's, totally different being a tourist and being on vacation than it is Mm -hmm. living in a city and that's something that I had to learn like okay yeah I'm going to all the touristy spots I'm going here I'm hanging out on the beach but what is everyday life like you know when I have to go to work like I said the traffic who am I interacting with you know things like that so I would definitely say again do your research know your Mm -hmm. why what is your reasoning behind it and like make a checklist of all the things that you want to achieve while you're down here like okay Mm -hmm. well I'm going here this place is known for that so I'm going to you know get in contact like you know start making those connections before you even get out there you know start contacting people you know on social media is a beautiful thing you can have Mm -hmm. an international audience so therefore like if you see somebody like you know on tiktok or wherever the case may be oh you live in atlanta oh you live in houston Mm -hmm. you live wherever the case may be you know start reaching out to people start saving those videos and again do your research because like salaries are different across the board and cost of living is different and like I said these Mm. are all things like whether you know you have children or not you have to take into consideration you know um you're not just on vacation anymore like if you make you want this to be a permanent successful transition again I would just 
really, really stress, do your research. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think, and I think, Courtney, you said two important things, like do your research and most importantly, do it scared. Yeah. Now, I know that can sound easier said than done because you got to understand a lot of people who are successful and well-known, they did everything scared. No one starts anything feeling super confident, confident. about what they're doing start with uncertainty worry and fear and you know Courtney when you made that transition I'm sure you had those worries those fears those doubts when I started my transition with what I'm doing now I was fearful worried and I had self-doubts in a lot of things but I did research and I stayed consistent with it no matter what and eventually I just got out of my comfort zone because once you start you overcome being in your comfort zone exactly and you kind of look at your comfort zone like what was I what was I sitting there yes (laughs) yes you literally think that like why was I sitting here comfortable like this the whole time so you guys like Courtney said definitely do your research do it scared there's never a perfect time other never. than now to do whatever it is that you want to do because the longer you wait you just delay your process exactly. to what it is that you want especially success so you know keep that in mind for yourself um but Courtney thank you for sharing that now Courtney recently talked and you mentioned going to an event in DC and it was called yes. turning 40 film so tell us the details about that okay so I turned 40 in April I'm like oh my gosh I'm 44 decades <laughs> <laughs> I um and it's so funny because be earlier this year my friend Jania she reached out to me like literally it had to be like maybe January or February and I was mm-hmm. like watching TV watching YouTube more than likely and she sent me a text she said you're turning 40 right I'm like yeah <laughs> and then she like proposed this idea and it's so funny like um Leslie who's you know she did the entire documentary and she mm-hmm. also turned 40 as well so I had met her several years ago through Jania and nice. you know I said when I turned 40 this was going to be the year of yes so mm-hmm. I was not turning down whatever was offered to me I, I was taking advantage of it like mm-hmm. you know again do it scared like this yeah. even being on this podcast it's like okay I'm doing this thing like be mm-hmm. easy. all of these you know um opportunities are being presented to me so definitely take advantage of it mm-hmm. so um Leslie and I met twice um she flew down um I want to say back in May then maybe again in June or July and we mm-hmm. got some footage you know she asked me some questions and you know I got some background you know just about my experience you know over these past long four decades (laughs) you know we kind of went from there and then Mm -hmm. she had the actual screening of the documentary so it was myself and several other um young ladies and we just talked about our journey you Mm -hmm. know and the things that we've learned and you know the things that we've gained over the years and you know Mm -hmm. our experiences so it, it was just amazing it was awesome yeah, and that sounds really amazing. And I'm proud of you that this is like a year of yes for you at this yes. point. Like you're not going to decline any opportunities. No. <laughs> you're not going to second guess or double think about it. You're like, no, I'm going in and yes to every opportunity yes. that comes. And like, you know, that's why I was like, I want to bring Courtney onto my podcast <laughs> because I feel like you've grown and you've made these transitions that I'm super proud of. And I feel like I wanted to shed light to that as well. So I, I am grateful that you joined me on this podcast episode. How did it feel to like see yourself in that film and just seeing yourself on screen talking about your journey now that it was like a surreal moment like I knew Mm -hmm. when she was filming again it was very conversational we were just talking or whatever the case may be but to actually see it in motion 
I didn't mm-hmm. expect I got a little emotional it's like wow like I really did it. like that's me like mm-hmm. I really you know sharing my journey and my story and like just hearing everybody else's stories and like you mm-hmm. know just the things that has shaped us to become the women that we are right now like yeah. it was definitely a surreal moment and something that I probably never could have even you know thought of or dreamed of to be a part of so mm-hmm. that I am forever grateful for Yes, and I'm so happy for you, and oh, I'm just excited you. to see where God continues to take you. I'm pretty sure you're going to be on someone else's screen soon. Yes. <laughs> like I said, stay consistent in your process and your journey, and that is, like, an amazing feeling where you can kind of look back and see your growth and be like, wow, I really came a long way, and I really stuck to what I wanted to do. I didn't let anything hold me back, mm-hmm. and I kind of just seen everything forward, and that's always an amazing feeling, you know, when that happens. Indeed. Yes. So where do you see yourself in five years, Courtney? In five years. So in five years, I truly hope to be on my full-time entrepreneur Yes. Content creator, <laughs> self motivate. I want to be, I, I want, I truly want my own schedule because, you know, we are both Aries. Yes. And I, I just need that in my life. Like I said, I'm mm-hmm. older. I feel like I'm wiser now. And I know, again, especially with the pandemic, I really, it changed my entire mindset and my mm-hmm. perspective as far as what's really important. Like my yes. time and my energy are very important things to me. And I just want to be on my own schedule doing Mm -hmm. things that I'm truly passionate about and, Mm -hmm. you know, and that I enjoy. Like I said, I've been, again, I've been working in the human services industry for 16 years. And while my heart is there, I also, you know, I just want to make myself proud and just truly continue my journey with Defining Chic and just see how it can grow. So in five years, five years from now, when I'm you know, like I said, on movie screens across, you know, wherever. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's the goal. <laughs> yes. No, and I think that's important. Like it's okay. It's you know, it's important to work so you can have stability yeah. and financial means. But also, most important, what Courtney mentioned is like definitely having something that you're most passionate about Absolutely. because you don't want to just be living or you know you don't want to just be existing. If that makes sense, you want to actually make sure you're, you know, you want to make sure you're living and doing the things that you love. So it's really important that you find what you're passionate about. You know, we're all here, I feel like, and we all have a unique gift inside of us. But if you don't take the time to go explore it for yourself, you will never know what that is, what you're most passionate about. Yes. Um, So I think that's important to keep in mind. Um, And now, Courtney, I always ask people this question because I love, you know, just seeing everyone's thoughts and opinions. What does women empowerment mean to you? Women empowerment means for me, support, encouragement, Mm -hmm. um, uplifting the women in your life, as well as in your community and the surrounding, like people that you having, you know, that you're in contact with, whether it be providing mm-hmm. resources, information, a referral, like I said, any type of support, like, you know, just a kind word, send me a meme, a post, a book, like mm-hmm. all of that. I feel like it can yeah. empower you. Um, you don't, you just never know how the things that you say or like a kind gesture can truly mm-hmm. make a difference in somebody's life. Like they can definitely yeah. remember that. Like it might not have been, you know, monumental to you, but it definitely, mm-hmm. you know, impacts them forever. So, and also holding one, each other accountable too. Yeah. You know, we were accountability partners. Yes. <laughs> yes. I feel like we've been there for years and even now in our journey, like I feel like we still are, um, 
like Courtney said, the accountability part is so important. Like when it comes to women empowerment, because you need people around you that are going to up you, that will speak life into you, that will Absolutely. pour into you. And sometimes it's that one thing that just needs to be said or done that kind of goes a long way to get you know that person the motivation they need because Courtney you've inspired me in a lot of ways and I've always come to you with like ideas or something (laughs) and I was like what do you think about this or should I try this and I've always felt so comforted by every response you've ever given me I've never you know felt uncomfortable so I do appreciate that um and you know when it comes to women empowerment it's just all about making healthy connections and being around like-minded people that are kind of doing the same thing that you're doing but also have the same mindset that you have about you know wanting to be in a better space than you are you know next year or just you know making a better life for yourself in general yeah Mm -hmm. yep that's so important but Courtney you know I definitely want to thank you for coming on to this podcast anytime anytime yeah (laughs) definitely just sharing your whole transition your process like I'm you know super proud of you and your transition and journey you you made from Philadelphia going to Florida you're blogging you're out there you're on the screen now I'm proud of you came on to this (laughs) podcast today so that's all amazing so I definitely want the audience to stay connected with you as well so please tell them where they can uh, follow you at well everything is defining chic so my actual blog page is definingchic.com my Instagram TikTok Pinterest Twitter, all of that <laughs> is defining chic. So you can also follow me on YouTube. So I am really big into the YouTube shorts now. I feel like that's the next wave. So <laughs> like if you ever want to check me out, my videos, you know, like I said, I post a lot of, you know, little short information, like I said, different restaurants, um, mm. purchases, things of that nature. So def- defining chic is where it is. Like across the board (laughs) okay perfect so you guys make sure you stay connected with her please you know you can get some tips and tricks for her about budget friendly style heavy on the budget yes (laughs) on a budget (laughs) make sure you guys stay connected with her but again Courtney thank you so much and thank you so much for having me I truly appreciate it no problem take care Alrighty. All right, you guys, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe and some ratings and feedback on this podcast episode. Also, be sure to share with family and friends as well and take care until we meet again.